Hey there. If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired. And when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day -day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Hey guys, I cannot wait to introduce today's guest to you. Karen Michaels is actually someone I don't know personally, but I met through an online platform. She and I were both taking the same online course together and we, were, we got to know each other within a community and became really fast friends. And this has been about three years ago and she and I have supported each other and really sent each other messages when we could about um, just helping each other, encouraging each other, and it has been such a blessing to know Karen. So I want to just introduce you really quickly to her. Karen's zest for life is unmatched by most. She lives her life as a multitasking maven, and she wouldn't have it any other way. And as many of you moms and parents of humans and creatures know, it is in the figuring out of that very multitasking lifestyle that genius can occur. Karen combines the textures of wife and motherhood with the dreams of her music and entrepreneurial passion. She has so much to offer you and she can't wait to help you reach your ultimate goals. Wow, that's a great way to introduce my friend to you today. She is the business owner, get this, Karen Michaels Music, director of Vocal Power Las Vegas, the Social Butterfly Guru Marketing Agency, SCORE mentorship speaker, and a board member at the Nevada Arts Council. That is a mouthful. She has so much wisdom to offer, and also, I, I just feel like she's so inspiring. So I can't wait for you to meet her. Here we go. <clears throat> I gave our audience um, a little background about you, but I, I'd just love for you to introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you're up to. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm um, Karen Michaels. I um, am a mom here in Las Vegas, in the Las Vegas area. And um, I like to say mom performer. I love that word. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a fun one. Um, so I am the director of vocal power, Las Vegas and um, vocal power, as you probably know, Amy is a, um, it's a very specific um, CCM or contemporary music um, vocal technique. Yes. And um, so I'm the director of that. And I um, own a business called the social butterfly guru, which is actually pretty new and really exciting. So I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit. Yes. And, um, and then I actually am a performer. I sing and play piano for <laughs> events and stuff. <laughs> I love it. Well, I was just reading your bio to mm -hmm. our guests and I was like, girl, you are busy. Oh my God. Like, I can't even believe you can actually have time to talk to us. That's how busy you are. I know. I know. I'm so, you know what? You came at a perfect time because um, when I got your, um, I was so worried that it was going to be like, okay, I can do this in July. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah. so like Tuesdays, Tuesdays are funny for me. So every other Tuesday I study with, um, I have an amazing teacher. I don't, I feel like the universe just put him here at this time when I'm here, he's an, he's an amazing man, older gentleman who, um, he's a Broadway veteran and a Juilliard grad. And he's amazing. Oh. I know he's like crazy amazing. And, um, and so every other Tuesday I study with him. So this is like my off Tuesday. Love it. So I try to reserve that for this exact very type of thing with client meetings or 
um, podcast things. So I yay. Love that. I love that you're still taking lessons because, you know, mm. I, that is so important. And I always think about, you know, I, I need to go back and start taking some lessons too, just every now and then to have someone hearing me and making yes. sure I'm on the right track. But my voice teacher is actually in San Antonio. So, in, and I'm in Austin, which, so it's like an hour and a half drive. And so I'm always like, oh, how, how am I going to get, get there? San Antonio? Mm, yes. <laughs> but very doable. Yeah. Very doable. Very doable. And I need to make that a priority. That's kind of on my to-do list this year is start working again with, with a coach and really getting, mm-hmm. getting some things laid out. So that's awesome that you're doing that. What it's so, yeah. Oh, thank you. It's so great. Like I, I have a really long lesson. It's like two, between two and three hours, I admit. But that's because I focus on my voice and performing for a bit. I, um, I'm working on upping my piano skills because I have this long-term five-year goal. And then I talk to him about my students and get um, his, his thoughts and perspective on my students so that I'm getting some outside, you know, just, love that, you know, when you get that, those outside eyes that aren't in it in the same way when you're in the trenches and then someone goes, Hey, if you yeah. just do that, yes. then, hence why we should all have coaches, right? Life right. coach and a business coach and a music coach or whatever your gig is. Oh yeah. my gosh. Absolutely. And you mm-hmm. know, it's funny when you say that, because I used to go back to my voice teacher and text mm-hmm. him or send him an email and be like, I've got this student. And yes. Sometimes you, sometimes you really can't, um, you know, you know that you know something, but you can't pull it up out of the treasure chest you know, yes. as, as quickly as you'd like to. And it just helps to have somebody go, oh, well, that, that's this issue. You need to deal, you need to deal with. Yes, <laughs> exactly. It's so great to just have those, yes. have those kinds of things. I'm in a really fun, um, voice teacher business group that it's it's sort of the same thing. We all chat to each other about repertoire and, and um, we talk about, you know, vocal technique. And someone posted yesterday about, I have someone on the vibrato on the wrong vibrato track. Let's discuss. And it was such a great discussion. Oh, I love those. Mm -hmm. But quick side note, do you ever feel like some of those um, platforms, I should say, I don't know what you want to call them, those groups Mm -hmm. for voice Mm -hmm. teachers. I know you and I are in some of the same ones. Mm. Um, they, mm-hmm. they, they become venting. That's what, I, that's where I kind of go, mm. Oh, like what, what are we really doing here when we're allowing yes. people to just vent? And then also I feel like sometimes people go in and they ask questions that they could easily get a book out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just right. look up the answer. Like I sometimes those those type of forums just bug the crap out of me. Oh my gosh. I totally I mean sometimes I feel like I'm all it's time to get wine and popcorn out and read what just occurred. <laughs> just, yes, yes. <laughs> and and so that's it's funny. It's so funny you should bring that up because we were talking about this in in this it's it's called the Speakeasy Co-op, by the way. You can look it up. Oh, I um, that. M- Michelle is the facilitator, she is, and founder. She's an amazing woman. Um and what she's created is um, it's a paid group, which I think always um, it sort of weeds people out in, the, in, in a good sense, not in a negative sense, but in the sense of that everyone is very serious in this group and very committed. And, yeah. um, and then she can have really, her rules are really great. And um, so we don't have any um, squabbles. Yes. Let's say like we have discussions <laughs> that are quite spirited. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> right? that's good. You want and it that. is good. It is good. But these, you know, I'm surrounded in this group by people who, you know, many of them are authors and many of them are, um, you know, I mean, doctorates and master's degrees and all kinds of beautiful education. Um, and so we, we are very much, a. um, this group is very uplifting. In fact, it's the kind of group I was looking for when I realized after being in a couple of the other groups that you and I are in that I was like, gosh, it's just, uh-huh. it's not my style to be like that anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm a happy peppy, if you will. So. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you know, when you're doing as much as we are doing, you have to stay in an environment with mm. encouraging, inspiring people. <laughs> Absolutely. People I noticed for myself, I will get completely dragged down by other people's energy so easily it's like I'm so easily influenced if someone is like 
poo-pooing on stuff. And like, yes. Oh, you know, you immediately find yourself going, oh, yeah, me too. I hate it when that happens. And <laughs> It's so true. Well, especially us as performers and creatives, musicians, what have you. Yes. Um, we're so empathic. Yes. Uh, you know, and that's why, you know, like you and I met in Coach Glitter's group. And, 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 and uh, that group was run much the same way. She just didn't allow a lot of whining. And right. she, she kept it um, really positive. And you could, of course, you can go in and go, uh, lost person over here. Hashtag, what is going on? Yes. And, um, but, you know, you have to, especially in those kind of groups, it's, it's like you can see what happens when they become somewhat unmoderated, if you will, that um, we can, we can, it takes on its own, its life of its own. And if, and, and because we're all creatives and we are empathic and we are in tune with each other, we have to be really careful about jumping down that rabbit hole of, of, um, of the whiny crabby, which we, you know, it's life can throw us, um, some curveballs. you know, just like you were talking about on one of your previous podcasts. I don't remember which one I was listening to, but you know, you had plans to do something and then oh, you're sweet treasured necklace oh <laughs> that, that poor necklace I found I found more remnants of it I should have taken a picture and posted that in my stories yesterday yes because Did you? there are more remnants of that precious necklace oh my <laughs> floating gosh. around that keep popping up in my yard and they're in there inside of slime Karen they're inside <laughs> they, if you don't know this story if you haven't listened to a previous podcast episode I my daughter and her little friend, her our little neighbor friend, decided to take a, a, a necklace that mm. I had been given from my grandmother. And it was just, you know, costume jewelry, but really mm -hmm. old costume jewelry. Mm -hmm. And they cut it with scissors. <gasps> and they put <sighs> the beads and the rhinestones into slime. Oh, and God. I don't know where in the world... They got this idea. Yes. But it was, I, well, when I discovered it, I had to do one of those like um, Daniel Tiger, you know, <laughs> you know, take a deep breath. Yes. Yes. To four, you know, and I was, I was like, oh yes. Lord, oh Lord. I think I even said to my husband and I very rarely like get, she's such a sweet, sweet little she girl. Is. She and I very is. rarely get this upset with her. I get mad at my boys a lot, but with her, I'm like, like I'm very, you know, sensitive with her sure and I, sure. I said to my husband I'm like I can't look at her today you need to you need to get her ready for school I am not dealing with her oh and it my was gosh like I, had to, I just had to because I was so mad absolutely so but anyway yeah that it, uh, go on with your story because that was something that um yeah you had well, one of yes those. we yes we can get so sidetracked with yes that you know especially um ev everyone can of course um, but just, uh, you know, I, I have a, an 11 year old son who, you know, I mean, and especially at that age, so he's a little older than yours, but you know, they just can get you off track. And, and we have to remember that, of course, they're having their own journey and the fun and enjoyment and love of parenting, you know, is, is figuring out how to take them along with their journey while you're trying to do yours. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, and it's like, I, I feel like a lot of times we have to be, um, you know, it, it's a, a switch that we have to turn off and on and, yes. and sort of go back and forth. And I know you you probably, and this wasn't actually something I was going to talk to you about, but it mm -hmm. flows so well into our conversation mm -hmm. about that ne necessity as moms, especially, and, and, and we're not even talking about multiple businesses, but you have to do it mm -hmm. with your multiple businesses. But as moms, we have to sort of switch from, you know, entrepreneurial mode, teaching mode, singing mode, um, to being present with our kids and yes, yet not letting any of those things affect the other. <laughs> exactly. And it's, oh my gosh, the balancing act of that, um, who knew that juggling was one of my top skills, but apparently it is. <laughs> right, right. You know, but it, but it, it is sort of the, um, it's the way of the, it's the way that it is now, you know, there's, yeah. we, um, I think anybody who has the kinds of goals and dreams and that you and I and many, many others have, um, 
And then also wanting to be a parent, you know, we can, we can, I guess I always say we can figure this out if you want. Like I saw that you got up really early today. I often do that myself. The the 4am and 5am game is often when I do a lot of my practicing, well, piano, not singing. I wait for the afternoon. But you don't don't want to wake anybody up. Oh my gosh. Belting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. My lip trails at 4am, although it's been known to happen. Yes, it has. Well, you know, I, I don't necessarily do it as often as I would like anymore. I was mm-hmm. really hardcore about that 4.30am wake up after mm. I, uh, after I um, quit my job, which I talked about in one of my episodes, that mm-hmm. having to be there at 5am 5, 5 in the morning. So after I quit, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to keep getting up every morning and doing, you know, working on my own business Yes. Um, at that time, because I felt like I discovered a gold mine in that time. It's so true. It like Isn't it? Years of childbearing. <clears throat> and I had no idea that I had this pocket of time built into my day. If I would just get up. It's the truth, Amy. And I mean, I've always had like before child, of course, right? Rock star hours, you know, as yeah, performers, night, right? Evening hours, right? Yes, we work do. at night. Exactly. Most of the time we work at night. And even with lessons, we're scheduling them in the late afternoon and sleeping in. And, um, and of course, that was my life for a really long time. Um, but I agree. Like once I started the game of getting up between 4 and 5 a.m. And I had like you know, upwards of two hours of nobody around and it's glorious and, you know, Oh my gosh, the things you can accomplish and think about and even just to read or, um, Oh my gosh, it feels like a vacation. It does. It totally (laughs) feels like a vacation. I I get that so much. And I also feel like it is, I mean, a lot of people are still like, you know, think that's the craziest thing ever. And mm-hmm. I know that there's another camp of people out there that are like, oh my gosh, don't even tell me I've got to wake up at 5am mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. to, to do anything. But I tell you what, when I start my day out, and I'm sure you can agree, when I start my day out doing that, like today, it just changes the whole course of my day. It it's, changes everything. It does. It's it like really... I've got a jump start on everybody else. It, it does feel like that. And then, uh-huh. I mean, often when you can get things accomplished in those first hour or two, yeah. you're like, whoa, I already did all of that. And now I still have the day. And mm-hmm. now, because of course, my son goes to school until about two o'clock. And then, yeah. and then the afternoon, of course, it's full of teaching. But, um, but yeah, it's like you have this, t- it's really astounding what you can do. And I mean, everyone has to find their personal um, right. time. There's but no I, one formula for everyone. No, there isn't. There isn't. But I do recommend trying it before you poo-poo it. That's yeah. what I would say. <laughs> and I say try it for a month mm-hmm. because you're not going to love it those first two weeks at all. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, I, I've talked about this many times, but my first two weeks at that job that I had yes. to wake up and had yes. to be there. I mean, I would cry. It was literally like oh. physically, emotionally, um, just so <clears throat> upset about this. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yes. And do you <laughs> think not, it was, was not happy? No. And, and maybe Something was that? Clicked. Yes, Something. absolutely. And, and it could have been too, like, do you think it was because maybe you weren't doing your passion? So you and I met through this online community. I think it was Coach Glitter uh-huh. years ago. And yes. I, I remember we just hit it off immediately. We did. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you live in Texas? You get I over know. here right now. <laughs> I know. I keep saying we need to meet up somewhere or do something. So, um, I, and I wanted to chat about that, about the yes. online community and just mm-hmm. how it's so crazy nowadays, how you can just really connect and find your tribe and your people um, through yes. these online spaces. And I, 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 I'm particularly, um, just impressed by this because there's not a lot of people, I don't know how it is in your, in your community. I would imagine Las Vegas is a little different than Austin, but, um, you know, there's not a lot of people in my social circles who are singers or mm-hmm. voice teachers or, um, you know, doing a lot in the arts. I mean, every now and then I'll meet someone 
but especially as I've gotten more into the mommy sphere of mm-hmm. everything, it's really hard. So it's, it's nice to find people um, virtually who, yes. um, who get it and who are on the same page with you. Tell me about like some of how that's affected you and how you have just been so encouraged with the online community that you, you, you're in several communities like I mm-hmm, am and mm-hmm. how that sort of shaped you and helped you in, in your endeavors. You know, it's so crazy. I will say I, um, in Vegas, there's a really great, um, community of singers and musicians and performers, obviously, because we're, you know, we're, we're an entertainment town, no yes, doubt about it. Absolutely. Right. So I definitely am very lucky to have I feel like I sometimes have two, these two really big, beautiful blocks of friends and where one block is um, um, performers and singers and such that I, that I hang out with and get to talk to. And not as much, of course, because of mommy land. And then, of course, then there's all my moms and I'm in a mommy club in my neighborhood and really active in the PTA at my son's school and all of that. And yeah. um and sometimes they cross paths, which is yeah. really, really fun. A few of my mom friends are also performers. Oh, that's fun. It's really fun. Yeah, I don't have, I don't have that as much here. I, it, it, every now and then, you know, when I'm involved in choir and stuff like that, yes. I'll meet people who are doing the same thing I'm doing. But in general, I don't, yes. I don't see people out and about. Exactly. I, and, and it's funny, you know, I was, um, I, I was talking about this with my husband that, you know, I'm in this season of my life where certainly um, I don't get out as much as I would love to, because, you know, it's just not, it's just not that time. I say, I have to say no a lot unless it's really, um, unless it's work or um, something that, you know, I must see or something um, for a really particular reason. But in general, right now, my focus is, of course, building my businesses and my son, you know, our son yeah. um, is, he's the focus of our life. And, you know, as I talked about, I have the five-year plan. And so um, I think that everyone kind of has a season in their life and that yes. that's my season. So I, uh, so to segue to your question about the online community, What's so brilliant for me is that I feel like I'm getting that fix that I may be missing yes. out on in person. Yes. You know, because we can, um, we can chat, we can, um, many of these, you know, groups as we're, as we're in these groups together and, um, and you can kind of do that, uh, when it works for you, you yes. know, the time and the place and obviously between our, our devices, our mobile devices, and then our you know, at home, our computer devices. I mean, we can really connect with people. I mean, you and I have never met in person. And yet I feel, I feel a deep connection with you. And we've had some great online conversations. And I feel like I, you know, I know your family in the sense I know what's going on because of these, um, because of Facebook and all that. That's why I love that so much. And certainly there are as with everything, you know, someone's like, gosh, I, I don't love social media because this and this and that. I always try to say, you know, that with the yin, it's yin and yang. Totally. You know, without, I mean, if we want to go to the, to the biggest explanation to me, it's God and the devil, right? I mean, with, <laughs> right. without, the, they both exist yeah. and then the good and evil, if you will. And so one does not exist without the other. And exactly. so the yes. beauty of social media is the connection. And if it's used well and properly, you know? Yeah. The connections that can occur are just astounding and amazing. Exactly. Yeah, I, I totally it. agree. I love mm-hmm. it too. And I'm so grateful for your friendship. It's been oh, one that's yay, really you. been, um, you know, su- it's been such an encouragement for me over the last three years. And, you know, I, I know that I shared some of my story actually last week on my mm-hmm. podcast about just, um, you know, coming out of the, the work environment, um, you know, working um, nine, not nine to five, but 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. to 30, um, mm-hmm. uh, because it was just out of desperation, needing to do something to bring in income and how I just at that job started listening to podcasts and started mm-hmm. getting, uh, you know, it, it started getting sort of educated about how yes. it worked online. And I learned yes. as you have too, that 
you know, if you use it to your advantage, um, mm-hmm. it, it can be a wonderful thing. And if you get caught up in the time wasting element or arguing over politics or um, yes. you know, all of the other negative things, like you mentioned, it can be a really horrible thing too. But I think it's, a, it's for me anyways, I feel like it's just opened up a whole new world. Absolutely. That I didn't have before. Oh, it absolutely has. And it's funny. Uh, I sometimes feel the edu- the business education I'm getting. Yes. And, and oh my <laughs> gosh. And, you know, even, even some of the voice things that I'm learning and certainly the business stuff I'm learning, what it, I just, you know, I do, not only do I not have the time or the financial backing currently to do a master's program in business, I, I'm not even sure dare I say, I'm not even sure that it's necessary in the sense that there are so many smart people out there. Oh my gosh. I mean, as I think you're an avid listener of Shaleen and James Redmore and right. And uh, Shaleen was my gateway drug into podcasts. I mean, I think she was one of the first ones I typed in, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. uh, in the podcast app, like small business or entrepreneurialism and Shaleen popped up. And so I started listening to her uh, podcast, build your tribe. Yes. Huge fan. Huge. And um, from there, I got introduced to Amy Porterfield and Pat. Oh my Glenn gosh, and you're Michael talking Hyatt. my language. Yes, oh my gosh. yes. And, you know, it's funny because you were you were saying that about the business degree. I was just listening to an mm-hmm. interview. I don't know if you know Donald Miller. Oh yes, Story Brand. Oh my gosh, love so that. good. And I was <laughs> listening to his podcast this morning because Michael Hyatt's new book is getting ready to come oh, out. Oh gosh, I have a lot of books to read this summer. I know. <laughs> I'm looking at right now. Yes. But um, I'm going to probably mess up the title, but I think his new book that's coming out is called Free to Focus. And he talks just about, just about, you know, eliminating distractions and really getting, um, getting some things in place in your life so that you can basically Mm. uh, have the most efficient, but well-balanced, happy, um, life possible. And it's not all about the side hustle that everybody, um, you know, brags about or, or talks mm-hmm. about online mm-hmm. and working yourself, you know, till you're ragged. Right. It's, it is about finding that balance. And, and I think that was something that, um, you know, they were talking about was just, uh, the fact that you can have basically better, way better. Mm-hmm, than, a, mm-hmm. than a master's degree or yes. in business by just like taking advantage of all of these amazing yes. teachers out there who have programs <laughs> online that are much, much less <laughs> expensive than mm-hmm. a, a, a master's degree in Absolutely. business. So it's, it's really incredible. And I feel like now, nowadays, and I'm probably going to get in trouble saying this, but you know, our times are moving so quickly. I don't even know how marketing and business programs are staying afloat in university. I know it. (laughs) They can't possibly train people at the rate people need to learn um, to to be successful. It's just not possible. So um, yeah, I I love, I love those people. You and I follow a lot of the same same teachers and all of that. Well, I wanted to kind of pivot here. Mm -hmm. You and I have a lot of also, you know, the same background with with singing and teaching as we talked about. But I I also want to chat, you you and I come from completely different styles. Yes. Um, I'm a classical uh, singer and um, you are a more of a pop contemporary. Yes. I, I don't want to say pop because you do, you kind of do everything. <laughs> oh, you're sweet to say that. I don't know that everything, but yes, I have a pretty varied style. Yeah. So how has <laughs> that, you know, how has that shaped you as an entrepreneur and how, how have you managed this? Um, you know, we kind of talked about the motherhood aspect of it, but how have you managed, you know, working through all of this and, and being such a creative um, person? Um, huh, I think I'm still learning that. I think I'm still figuring it mm-hmm. out. Um, yes, yes. But it's, you know, I, I guess what I can say, I think that all the, the best advice that I think I could give is that I am a very good student of life. 
Yeah. I read a lot. I listen to, as we just said, we, I listen to podcasts a lot. I read a lot and, um, I have really, and these groups on Facebook, I have to say as silly as that may sound to some people, um, the people in these groups that I have been learning from and talking to and asking questions of, um, has really, it's not only, um, given me literal information on how to do something perhaps, but it's opened my mind to the fact that I can do things. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a world of, of opportunity just, you know, yes. that you yes. had no idea existed. <laughs> exactly. So. Exactly. And yeah. so, um, I feel like for myself, you know, the world of music is so, it's so encompassing and so huge Mm -hmm. that, um, when I really started to, um, delve into that and study on a really deep level, um, music theory and, and, um, I actually helped a young man get into opera, which is so funny. He, he came to me to, to work on a jazz piece because that, that's definitely my forte jazz and pop. Um, but, Mm um, I think that I have this the gift that I think I have is that I can hear the totality of someone's voice. I can mm-hmm. hear where someone's going to be mm. in a, in, in a few years. It's, it, I don't know That's how to explain it. Awesome. It's so crazy. And, and I realized I didn't know that I had this gift until I started really fleshing it out. And when I heard his voice and saw his work and his work ethic, and it, it, it ended up being that he was, a candidate for um, to sing in the opera. Now he is. I'm so proud to say a member of the of our Las Vegas Opera Company, and um, and I I sent him to a teacher that you know was was super well versed in in that arena. As I re- understood and realized that I could only take him to a certain point, right. and um, and and that's another thing I think too as a as a music teacher we have to. Yes. We have to understand our limitations. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all. Oh, no, I know what you're saying, though. You know, because obviously yeah. I, I got him to a certain point, And obviously I know opera really well. And I can um, play a little bit of it and, and all of that sort of thing. But that is not my forte. And I knew that if he was going to move forward, I had to help him see and go to the right person. Yeah. You know? And as teachers, I think it's really important that we are able, capable and able to do that and not just keep a student out of some sort of strange proprietary thought or, or or, just because it pays the bills. I mean, a lot of times, you know, we, but I feel like that's every walk of life. It's definitely the case in music, but we have a responsibility to our clients and our customers and our students to say, you know what, I, I took you this far and now I have to mm-hmm. pass the baton to someone who's really going to take you yes. uh, further because I, our time is done here. I think that's really, mm-hmm. uh, that's really, um, that shows huge credibility for you as a teacher. Oh, thank you. Thank and you. I think it really, um, it, it, it also shows not just credibility and, and, all of that, but it also shows your musicality and your ability to just go, okay, you know what? <laughs> I know where <laughs> I know what I'm able to do and, and I know what I have to pass along. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In fact, I'm, I've been working the other big thing I'm personally working on, um, because I've been, I, as I said, I'm working on my piano skills and really working on making that sort of the second half of my life career. And what I've come to realize with all this study is that, Music everywhere, the written music is changing. Even Broadway musicals, Amy, are having, they have chord symbols and, yeah. and in their music. And so I've begun to teach my piano students. I call it this ain't your grandma's piano lesson. <laughs> <I love laughs> you know, <that. laughs> because it's not just, and I, I do love my John Thompson because I learned that and Absolutely, I sort of, me too. you know, I have a, I have a, um, a sentimental love for that, but I'm combining it with some, what it's not that it's new school. I mean, let's face it, you know, Bach was writing, um, <laughs> chords that were, he, they, they weren't written as chords obviously, but he was yeah. writing advanced, um, music things far beyond his time. Right. But you know, we have to, all the musicians of today have to be able to read all kinds of charts. 
They've always had to, but now it's really, you know, you want to be able to combine the note reading with the, with the chord reading. And so I'm, I'm working on teaching that to my children, (laughs) to my young people. And it's so fun to watch them really be able to work through, you know, work through a song that they didn't think they could play. And I'm like, look what you can do with, if you oh, know the chords, that is it's so, important. so exciting. It actually is something that's hard. I've got two kids right now that want to, you know, I'm trying to get into piano and I'm embarrassed because I'm a musician and here <laughs> they haven't taken piano yet, but I am struggling finding a teacher that won't just teach how to read music on a staff and, yes. um, and also teach it because it was college before I, I took music. I took a piano all through elementary, right. middle school, high school. And got into my first uh, semester of college and was taking mm-hmm. this piano literacy, you know, uh, proficiency uh, pr- class that I had yes. four semesters of. And it, that was the first time I had learned how to actually um, transpose and look yes. at keys and look at uh, the key signatures and, um, you know, just look at chord symbols, like you said. Right. I, I, I had never been taught that. And so I wasn't a versatile player. I could look, I could play Beethoven or Mozart or, you know, anything on that was actually written out on paper, but I could not take a simple chart and right. be able to play, you know, anything. So it's so important to be able to be versatile in mm-hmm. that, for sure. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, I wanted to sort of wrap up our conversation by talking about, um, you know, I feel like there is sort of a stigma, and this is one of the reasons for my podcast. There's sort Mm -hmm. of a stigma, and I had it myself and still struggle with it, around being a mom Mm -hmm. and being a a, a successful entrepreneur, you Mm -hmm. know? And I think sometimes, I know that Rachel Hollis talks about this a lot, but this whole idea of mommy guilt and um and these limiting beliefs of being able to be successful and be a mom Mm -hmm. I feel like that is something that I really feel like I am about and 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 I want to talk to that a little bit with you I know you have some real real opinions about that because one of the things I see with you of course just as online but I bet Mm -hmm. I bet you this is one of those things that I I see on on your posts and I see online and when I chat with you, but I also would see it completely in person as well. Mm. It is that you are a fighter. Like you are a go-getter <laughs> with your, um, with your business, you're a go-getter in life in general. And, but this isn't about hustling. This is about like, I want to make this work for me. I want to make this work for my family. I have a creative mind Mm. I am a creative being mm-hmm. that, um, and God made me this way. And I'm not just going to put it under the rug because I'm a mom. Correct. So oh. I want to talk about that because that's really a big hot button for me. And it's something that, you know, as you know, we've talked chatted about this. I'm kind of, you know, kind of starting to come out of this from a 10 year coma where, you know, I, Mm -hmm. my, my oldest is 10 and, you know, I've got two others and I love, love, love being a mom. And I love being a stay at home mom. And I love, you know, uh, you know, doing all the mom things. I really do. I mean, people when I say that I'm like, no, I, I I do hate laundry, but I love, (laughs) I love cooking. I love vacuum lines in my carpet. I love, um, an organized (laughs) closet. I love to make sure they've got, you know, good meals to go to school in. And and I know that as an entrepreneur and kind of branching into my own business, and even when I was, you know, actively teaching voice lessons out of my home studio, which I'm not anymore, mm-hmm. but I, I, I realized like, oh my gosh, um, something's got to give. <laughs> yes. Do all of this. So I, I've been kind of trying to find that balance. And I just want to chat about that and open up that that conversation with you. Yeah, I love that. I, I think, you know, it's like I said a little earlier and, and on a Shalene episode, she and her husband, um, they have that car smart. It was yes, on one of those, I, I think, love right? <laughs> love, so cute. On one of those, she talked about how they used to say no a lot while their children were young. And now, of course, her, her children are in college. But so to speak to that, that's how... To be very honest with you, I'm a, I'm a hundred percent go getter, um, yes. and I have a lot of dreams and goals. And but I've also you know brought this 
being this human being into our lives. Um, and so it's, it's our, my, you know, Dennis and my responsibility to, to parent and love and guide him in a, in a very particular way in my, in our viewpoint. Right. And so I, the, the challenge has always been to, while, you know, to help financially and help, um, and then help my heart feel like I'm a contributor and, um, as a, as a standalone human being, mm-hmm. um, I definitely, it, it's been a challenge to figure that out, but I think that it's, it's 100% doable, you know, I mean, absolutely. Hence, hence the getting up, um, at 5am <laughs> game yeah. and 4am and 5am game. Yeah. And listen, even though I love your idea about the, the non hustle, um, and I'm trying to, I'm still working to figure that out because I, I love to cook too. I'm a crafter. I know you do your furniture stuff. That's oh, yeah. so cool. And, um, I, I have to, I have to constantly work at, um, making sure that when it's time to focus on Sky and his, his events and his things and the things that drive him and are important for him that I'm 100% present Yeah, and, and so that's why I, at this time, it's not easy, but that's one of the driving forces for me to, to do that early morning thing so that yes. I'm not taking up what I call his time. Yeah. Because, so I teach after school, which is of course a lot of his time. Yeah. But since my studio is, I have a home studio, I have a casita that is my studio. It's so, I'm so blessed and feel so lucky. That's amazing. Um, so he can kind of come and go as he pleases. And, um, so he'll come out there and, um, and like hang by the piano and read his book or do his homework. And then, um, and then usually near the end, you know, he'll go up and, and do his shower. Now, of course he's 11, so he can do a little bit of this on his yes. own, you know, but, yeah. and then I make, I come in and then I make dinner. Um, and thank God for that Instapot because she is my best friend. Oh, I'll tell mine you. Too. I love her. <laughs> I'm an Instapot <laughs> lover. That's been my, the, the next three days are planned out with Instapot dinners. Oh, I love that. Uh, oh, I love that. You know, cause then it's home cooked, but it's fast and, yes. or slow cooker style and, you know, but yes. I, I think the real thing is I've begun to, um, I was hustling the first few years of this. There's no doubt where it was. Phew, it, it was exhausting and hard to figure out. And, and I thought, you know, I'm not giving my best to my family because when it's their turn, if I'm tired and crabby and cranky, that this is not good. This is not the way it needs to be. Mm-hmm. So I've been, um, I've worked really hard to try to figure out and I'm still Lord knows figuring it out. Um, you know, working on my health so that yeah. I am a strong, healthy person going to bed, going to bed has been, mm. uh, you know, it's funny. Like the opposite side of getting up early is guess what? you got to go to bed so that you can at least <laughs> get seven hours in. Yes. And, no, and so, no midnight Netflix binge watching. Exactly. And you know, <laughs> I've really, um, I've really tried to delete television. I mean, I'm not going to say it's hundred percent deleted. Let's face it. I am not, but yeah. you know, I'm really particular about my shows or I'm very particular about when, if Skylar's asleep and you know, on Friday night, often if he falls asleep at 10 o'clock um, and we're together on the couch, okay, I'll sneak in one of my shows and then off to bed I go even on, even on mm. a Friday because then, and it's so nice, you know, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing better than your sweet one falling asleep on your leg and yeah, stroking their hair and those precious moments that I know they are not going to last forever. They aren't. They, they aren't. They yeah. are not. And so that's why for me, I'm really working on what I'm, I, I feel like I'm building the foundation for my businesses really strongly right now. And then the time will come where I can travel and maybe do speaking things or, or travel as a performer. Um, I can do that. It's, it's coming, but I can do that in a few years. So right now I'm focusing on the, on the online business and on, um, on working and building that up so that when the time comes, when, when he's a little bit older and has more of his own life and his own social time, that's when our freedom will come, come back. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's important because, you know, I played, you know, we were, they were talking about in that interview, the podcast interview with Michael Hyatt this morning, I was Mm -hmm. listening 
they're talking about, you know, <clears throat> if you go too far to the extreme of, mm-hmm. of my, my business, my life, my creativity, blah, 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 then I really do feel like you miss out. And I've been there. I've been there, you know, as mm-hmm. you have, where you're just focusing a little bit too much. Yes. And there's this, there's yes. this, you know, gentle nudge, whatever you want to call it, Holy Spirit. Yes. Um, yes. This gut that tells you, um, uh, you need to, you need to back up a mm-hmm. little bit and, to, and back it off a notch because you have a responsibility to these kids. But then there's the flip side where I feel like what I was doing when my kids were super little and I was homeschooling and I was doing all this stuff mm. where it was, ne- it was like, I wasn't even getting a shower in by one. Yes, I mean, I yes. was totally, I totally, I always say I'm either I'm, I'm all or nothing. I'm, I'm either yeah. like a complete, like yes. I, I, it's working smoothly. Things are going well, or I am a complete train wreck. And, <laughs> and so this was, uh, this was like a wake up call for me, mm-hmm. um, where I was doing all these things and, and uh, for the kids, but I was, I was miserable. I was yes. completely drained, miserable. And I, and I'm in a community right now where, um, I have a lot of homeschooling friend moms, you know, mom mm-hmm, friends mm-hmm. where who are are doing this full time and they have three, four, five, six, seven kids. Wow. And, um, and Amazing. they are homeschooling them. And I'm like, and I wanted to be that. I wanted to yeah. do it because I love my kids too <laughs> a course. lot, you know, and I, and I thought, well, that's, you know, it's like when you meet the, uh, we've all met the organic um, chicken mom on the playground, you know, and I want oh my to be gosh. the organic chicken yes. mom that never buys the chicken nuggets, but right. I am not that mom because I have other things that yes. I am really <laughs> like God. I feel like God put me on this earth and he was like, you know what? You're going to do this, Yes, but you're going to do this and you're going to do this and you're going to do this. <laughs> Yes, so yes. I'm, and I'm equally, my biggest thing is I'm sure you can relate is I'm equally as passionate about all of it. You know, absolutely. It's like there's not one thing in my life that I, I go, you know, I can, I could do without that. No, I can't do without it. This is who Girl. I am. This is yes. Who, and I'm an older mom too. I mean, I didn't have my oldest till I was 34. Mm-hmm. And so I also feel like um, there's, just this sort of like urgency. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It's so true. Like by the time my kids are out of the house, I'm going to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, don't say that. Oh my gosh. Let's just put so it this funny. way. I'm not going to be at my peak. <laughs> yes. You know what? Here's what I'm saying too. It's like, there's no time like the present. And you know what? One of the best things that um, Coach Glitter, I took from all of the classes I've taken with her and time I've spent in, in her group is give yourself some grace. Yes. Like it, we had to figure this out. Like, I think it's so amazing that you even tried homeschooling and that you <laughs> jumped in there. Like, oh my um, gosh, I'm like stupid. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> amazing with a little bit of wow mixed in. <laughs> I mean, I'm like struggling with, you know, fifth grade math over here. It's like, oh, yeah. thank God for Google. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh, the homework these kids have. Right. But, but, and, and like you said, I totally, there is a mom thinking of right now, like she always is put together and like, you know, <laughs> the three times a month I might get to walk out of Trader Joe's. She's like calmly walking out with her beautiful big basket of Trader Joe's. <laughs> And I'm like, and you know, I'm like, seriously, dude. And your nails are always done and hair. And I'm like, oh, yeah. how? Okay. It's okay. I'm not that. I'm, it's okay. You're, you, yeah, you're, you're saying this and I'm cracking up because the yes. other day I decided I've, I've got to do a segment called, so we all know one of these. <laughs> Yes, it's true. And I just, and so I say to myself every time, and you know, of course I'm never in my cute, just purchased target outfit that just all perfectly summer quaffed. I'm in like the worst pair of yoga pants I have. Bags under your eyes. Oh yeah. White tennis shoes, dirty, no magic sponge for them. And some tank top that should have been, you know, Marie Kondo'd out of here. (laughs) (laughs) We gifted to the old Salvation Army. Yes. Yes. But you know, and that's when I, and it's funny, as soon as I started to back off 
on myself from those kinds of things. Like, but you know what? Did that mom play through the well-tempered clavier yes. without one mistake at seven right. o'clock in the morning? I think no. Right. <laughs> but yes. honestly, like, you know, like, yes. these are the kinds of things that, you know, and you and I were as, uh, it's funny. I, I realized that I, it's back to the balance and boy, that word is, it's, it's popping up everywhere in my life right now. And I think reminding me that, you know, the house doesn't always need to be perfectly clean, no. but it, 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 when it is, it's great. And when it's not, you know, you'll figure it out. And, um, because mine maybe... is a train wreck right now. I mean, my house is a total disaster and it's because I've been recording podcasts and I've been right. working on my website and I've been doing all this stuff and it won't always be like this. Yes. You know, one of the things that I'm really, yes. I keep saying to myself is I've got to get this done. It's, it will eventually kind of level out and I yes. will be complete, a complete mess. But right now I've got five piles, you know, five loads of laundry Yes, and every, you know, <laughs> kids don't know where their shoes are. And yes. it's, it's a wreck right now, but I really am, you know, just continually telling myself like, it will, it will get better. It will get better. It will. <laughs> and you're accomplishing so many other things. And that's sometimes mm-hmm. we forget. And I have started this, I guess it's sort of like a gratitude journal, but I've started this little checklist on my phone notes. Cause I love the notes app so much, by the way, we should have a technology talk I sometime. Love that. Yes. I love that. And I have this little um, note that what did you do well today? And then mm-hmm. I write it down and I put a little check mark by it, you know, like, uh-huh. Made dinner from scratch. You know, my <laughs> student texted me that they got the solo and yeah. um, the kitchen table's cleaned off, which makes the husband happy when he comes home from work because he works late at night and he loves that. And tick, tick, tick. Okay. Yes. That, yeah. This is a successful day. I know I sound like a Michael Hyatt, um, you know. I love him. Groupie. So you can. Yes. I, you know, I it's am okay. totally Michael Hyatt groupie. But one of the things he says, I don't know if you've heard him say this, but he's like three things and he's all about the three things. So you put the three things down every day that you're going to, that you're going to do. Oh, how funny. When those three things are done, you are free to roam about the cabin. I mean, it's, he he is not a, he's about the self-sabotage of of, uh, creating a list of 12, 15, 20 things, which I have yep. such, I do that oh, all the time. hundred percent. I have and one right you, now. Then Terrible. you go to bed, not able to sleep well Yes, <laughs> because those things didn't get checked off or you, you know, you're, you're waking up at 4am going, Oh shoot. Like last night I, it, and it was like 1am I woke up and I'm like, Oh crap. I didn't renew the library books. What an <laughs> idiot, you know? And, and we start to like self-sabotage because we didn't nail it. Yes, (laughs) exactly. And that's when I go back to the, to coach Glitter's beautiful statement of give yourself some grace. Yeah. Check those boxes that you did well. And then, you know what? Thankfully the Lord gives us another day to, to do our best, you know? And, and I, I've noticed that for myself as I've been gradually really figuring this out that it's better for my husband. It's better for my child. It makes a more harmonious time in our house. And, um, yeah, it's, but you know, but this did not happen overnight. And it's, it's 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 total, total going. Yes. It's a total shift in thinking. And you know, it's funny. I, I, um, my podcast episode is we're recording, but this won't air for a couple of weeks, but Uh my podcast episode that I recorded actually yesterday was um, uh, talking all about this whole comparison issue. Oh, yes. That we women struggle with. And mm-hmm. um, specifically nowadays, since we have social media, yes. we can look at other people's lives. Right. But I also talk about this idea of, um, and this is episode 11, I believe, that, I, that we compare because we get caught up in the microcosm that we are currently in. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about the lady you always see at the store. And, <laughs> you know, and, and I, would, I would see that lady at the store and it wouldn't bother me because I'm not in that microcosm, right? Uh, I'm not right. in the same yes. environment you're in. Yes, yes. And so, you know, I was talking about the homeschooling and, and I mean, I seriously, for probably a good solid five years I've been like why can't I just do that why what is wrong with me that I can't 
And I yes. finally just went, you know what, Amy, because you're not that person. Yes. And, and I think that's so important to know thyself, right? So smart, Amy. And, but, so smart. Thank you. I just pat myself on the back. But <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, sister. But no, but I, I think that but that's a learning process, like you said. That's a learning it process is. to say, you know what, I'm grateful for who I am. I'm grateful for who I'm married to. I'm grateful for the kids I have. They don't act like the kids that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. of the, of the neighbor next door or the lady at church, mm-hmm. but they're my kids and yes. I love them because they have this specific personality. Yes. They take my beads and put them in fine, but <laughs> they're yes, mine so and I need to bless, right? I yes. need to be, um, grateful for that and quit comparing uh, who, who I am to others. Because like you said, I mean, I got caught up in that. And then I was like, one day, this is so random and so weird, but one mm-hmm. day I was going through Marie Kondo mm-hmm. and I was do- doing the KonMari in my closet yes, and I yes. opened up my trunk full of all my little trinkets from, you know, growing up and came across, um, just some stuff like, uh, I don't know why I had it in there, but just like some reference letters from Oh. universities and, and people uh-huh. I've coached with and, and came across some of my old um, programs I've sung in for the symphony and things I've kept like that. Just all my little past trinkets of, of things that I've kept. And I thought, you know what? I might not be able to make organic nuggets for my kids at <laughs> night, but I was on a program <laughs> with the yes. symphony. Hello. I, I, you know, and, 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 and it's not to pat my own back but I think it's really important that we go back and look at things we've done and things we've accomplished and who we are as people that like you say I I can play the well-tempered clavier without making sense (laughs) I think it's really important though to say that it's not it's not bragging it's this is who I am you're awesome at doing your thing and you you wear that outfit well and man you're in shape and oh my gosh I wish I had those abs but Mm -hmm. I can sing the crap out of Mozart's aria from the Mm -hmm. magic flute and (laughs) yes right absolutely I mean what did they say comparison is the thief of joy you know it really is and that's when you know I've worked, I've been working a lot on mindset and really reading about that and listening to podcasts about that because I'm realizing truly, if we want to just like the whole point, that is the ticket. Because if I can look at that woman and admire her and perhaps even learn from her and hear what she's saying, and then I'll be able to take in what, what works for me and what makes sense to me. And then the rest I'll just set to the side for some other person to be inspired by her, exactly. whatever it is, you know, and then I will be open to inspiring somebody else. Exactly. There's and a difference the there, right? Because yes. I had to break this, these two episodes into, and, and the, the, the actual theme of this week's podcast series mm-hmm. is um, getting clear, uh, getting clear on, on what yes. you want, who you are. And I think the things we tend to compare ourselves, the people we tend to compare ourselves to, and mm-hmm. it becomes a negative thing for us. Like when we see somebody on Instagram or we see somebody in the store, it's not things we necessarily want to be. It's, it's actually who, who we, uh, it, it's actually more of um, what we wish we were. It's more it yes. comes from a, a place of like being, um, uh, not being grateful. Yes, I agree. Whereas admiration, which is the episode 12, is a whole other thing. Absolutely. When we can pull out ideas from somebody else that we admire and we we actually do want to emulate. You know, if I hear a good singer, I'm going to admire that. Absolutely. You know what? I I could probably do that. I I need to work on that more. I need to work on my trills or my coloratura more. Mm -hmm, I I need mm -hmm. to work on that because that's something I want to emulate. And we get in, we get in traps. If we don't know, we can't identify exactly what we want to emulate. Right? Exactly. And you, it holds you back when you're in, 
And oh, I wish I could do that. I probably can't. But it's so it's it's almost like you put up a fence. Mm-hmm. Instead, if you're saying things like, "Wow, that girl!" Like I always think of Sarah Bareilles. You know, she does a lot of cool things oh, with her voices. She's a, a beautiful love, singer, right? Love, love one of my faves. Totally one of my faves. And you know, and pl- plus because she plays piano, like the, her whole persona is one of my one of my inspirations. And so if I was constantly saying, "Well, gosh, my voice is." I just don't have those notes. I'm never going to get that. As opposed to, I wonder how she's doing that uh-huh. and look and listening and being, oh, it's, it's the mindset of openness, right? Totally. Instead of, and like you said, gratefulness. Wow. How beautiful is her voice? I'm going to figure that out too. Right. I'm going to figure know? that out too, because that mm-hmm. is, that's an actual priority of mine. Right. Yes. Sometimes when I start comparing and uh, I go, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that person, like, you know, I, I follow a lot of, uh, like, you know, the people on Instagram, I don't even know what you call them. Are they interior designers? Oh, they, yes. But, but like people like, um, uh, bless this nest or, um, yes. Uh, rambling redhead or what, what are the, like those? Oh my gosh. Yes. And you see and those photos and oh. you see this, this gorgeous decor and you go, Oh, do people I, live there? But then I have to like... kind of stop my, right. I want to, can you just, can I just move in? Um, but you, you start, I, I really have to stop and check myself and go, but Absolutely. Amy, that's not your thing. That yes. That is not your thing. You can admire someone else's gift or mm-hmm. talent without just beating yourself up. Yes. Because you're not that. And I think that's so, so important. Wow. I mean, <laughs> We could, like, solve the world's problems, right? We here. could at least, at least female problems because I feel like this is what we all get caught up in. And we do. Oh man, we need a part two and three and four, Karen. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I I'm excited for it. <laughs> well, I'm going to wrap it up with yes. If you could give our listeners one message based on what we talked about or anything mm. else. I mean, I feel like we were, we're we're ending this on a really awesome note because yes. I didn't even expect it to go in this direction which is what how it, this is how why I love this yes so much because it, you can just really go wherever yes you, yes know? our conversations where they lead us yes yes so what's one message that you would say or something that you feel like would be a great takeaway I think the biggest takeaway from from all of this is that when when we do some personal work on ourselves and we really get in the right mindset of openness and learning and gratefulness for what you have right now, honestly, that's the ticket. Yeah. That is the ticket because the universe or God or however you wish to see things will, will bring everything your heart desires However, you must be open to that and grateful for what you have now so that what's coming to you um, is happy about coming to you. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yes. I love that. And the whole thing of being open, because I think Mm -hmm. there's, I I think Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. I was thinking about that the other day. What separates people? That could be, that could be our next, our next topic that we chat about. Mm -hmm. What separates people who are talented and amazing at what they do, but aren't making any treadway and they're, they're not making any headway on it Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. just treading water. What separates them from people who may have talent? Um, you know, maybe, maybe not, I mean, maybe not in abundance, like someone else you might be, but they are open to what the world has to offer them. And they're open to learning. I mean, I think that's the big yes. thing, right? Is being open and humble enough to say, you know what? I don't know it all. I don't know it all. I've got to learn this. I've yes. got to figure this out. Right? Oh, I love it. I love yes. that, Karen. Oh my goodness. We could talk for hours. I know it. We could. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should try to figure out a Friday night wine chat. We need a Friday <laughs> night wine chat. This chat happened over really strong three-hour-old coffee and yes, water. Yes, me too. Yes, <laughs> me too. And me kind too. Of shifty technology, but um, we made it. We but made we it made it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I really appreciate it. I can't wait for our listeners to hear what you have to say. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I feel honored and thrilled and, and the listeners are lucky to have you. They are lucky. Thank you. And I'm going to put this in the show notes, but where can people find Karen Michaels if they're looking for 
help with their social media or their voice or anything like that. Oh, how fun. So um, my music website is karenmichaelsmusic.com. And then my social media marketing website is thesocialbutterflyguru.com. I just love that. I just love that (laughs) because that's so you. It's so you. Talk about spot on branding right there. (laughs) Aw, thank you. Yay. 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 So I'll put those in the show notes um, and, and that way our listeners can find you. Absolutely. That'd be great. They can reach out and ask me any kind of questions they want. I'd love it. Great. Thank you so much, Karen. All right, Amy, have a great day. Thank you. You too. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, there you have it, guys. I just loved this conversation with Karen. I love how you can start out with a framework and and think you know what you're going to talk about. But then as the conversation evolves, it can kind of take a turn that is unexpected and really awesome. And I felt like this conversation definitely did that. Um, And I feel like it's also an episode that I will personally want to go back and re-listen to over and over again, because I think there are just so many gems to pull out of it and things that we could talk about just on on several different episodes. So I hope you enjoyed this today. And I just want to encourage you to please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. And if you can, go on to iTunes underneath. You have to scroll down and underneath the um, podcast, uh, underneath this episode, there's a chance to rate and review this podcast. And man, that would help me so much if you could do that. So thank you for listening today. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.